Welcome to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am going to talk to you today about your hands because they are closely connected and intricately linked to your heart chakra. In my line of work, when I do reads on people. My hand just hit the microphone. <laughs> Did you hear that? Maybe didn't even hear that. In my line of work, when I'm not a klutz, I um, often work on people's hands when I'm doing energy work because um, there's often so much energy. They're either stressed or, you know, exuding healing light and, you know, just all sorts of things. There's no major chakra in the hands, but the palms of the hand are massive power vortexes and each of the joints and fingers have uh, minor chakras. Also, um, you know, they're just uh, a, a, a beautiful opportunity for me to speak to you about what you're doing for your work in life, what you're doing. Our hands are also expressive. I'm one of the many people <laughs> that speak with our hands, right? I think actually, here's a little plug that you're going to be like, she's so tangent woman. I think that um, sign language should be the universal language because doesn't that make sense? I mean, I just think it should. That's my opinion. Um, the hands also, uh, because they run straight out from the heart chakra, if you will, they, uh, from the palms of your hands and the tips of your fingers all the way back to the heart are affected when I speak to you about energy of the hands. So it also addresses your hands, your wrists, your elbows, your forearm, you know, your arm. I, I know I did that out of order, but your forearm, your elbows, your, you know, biceps, triceps, your shoulders, all the way across. Um, and even though I realize it doesn't really run in a line with the heart chakra, they really are intricately linked to the heart chakra. And so there's that. Interestingly enough, when you hold your arms straight out to your sides, extended outward, the fingertips running all the way in through the arms, through the shoulders to the spine actually comes closer to your thymus, which represents self-love, which I think you might find interesting. So the mental, emotional, and spiritual information that I want to share with you is, again, the hands also represent your ability to give and receive. Um, you can also put your heart into your work that you use with your hands, right? Um, all of you people that eventually, inevitably, <laughs> your hands come into play when you work. Um there's this importance of loving what you do. Therefore, this is also a place where we can experience emotional connections, you know, especially with hugging and patting someone on the back and tender touch. Also repressed anger can be here. You know, when you think about the times that you're so angry and you grip your hands or you <laughs> punch that punching bag, you know, it's just like you're, they've got all this bottled up anger or repressed anger that you're trying to um, release. But meanwhile, it's moving through. Sometimes it'll move through the heart chakra. It's also an area where gentleness can happen, where we can tenderly uh, touch or work with 
anything really, um, art, animals, nature, each other, um, you know, even in like our own self-care, brushing our hair, whatever, you know, just gentleness, um, expressed by the hands. There's also incredible healing energy in your hands. I've told you this before. I do teach Reiki energy healing. It's a mode of energy healing, but there's countless energy healing techniques. And we are natural healers, all of us. So whether you practice a modality or not, use your lessons that, um, the lessons that we've worked together with in regards to sensing energy in your hands and put your hands out there for healing energy to both send and receive. I remember when my father was going in for heart surgery well before I was attuned as a Reiki practitioner and then Reiki master, I just was compelled to reach out and touch his heart as he lay in the hospital bed before they prepped him for surgery. And he felt it. He got a jolt. He didn't tell me till afterwards. He got a tear in his eye. I didn't feel energy move literally into my crown and out my hands. I just felt my hands get really hot when I put my hand on his heart. I was like, whoa. I mean, I felt the warmth just start to increase. And this is what we do naturally. You know, if you have kids or someone that you love and they're hurting and you reach out and touch the ache or the boo-boo or, you know, you bring, you're naturally bringing healing energy to the, those areas of their being in their body, whether they're human or animal or whatnot, any of God's creations really. Um, so tap into that, use that. Like I told you, there's natural power vortexes in your hand or vortices in your hand and take advantage of that. It's also, um, incredible spiritual connection that can be applied here with your hands when you put it to intentional usage. I'll talk to you about the hand mudra that you might want to use when you want to work with bringing energy through to your hands. Um, also you, you know, this is why countless spiritual practices fold their hands in prayer when they're working to make a connection to spirit. Again, like I told you, it's intricately linked to the heart chakra, which is also why I have you countless times and I'll never stop <laughs> saying, put your hands on your heart to discern the truth. It's just, you know, a great vehicle to bring awareness to your heart center. I'm also very aware of my listeners that can't because they um, can't. And so I want to remind you just the intention of bringing hands to heart center uh, or tuning into your heart center or tuning into your hands or um, any visualize, visualizing techniques can definitely have the same effect or similar effect to physically moving hands to these spaces, just to remind you about that. When people are having um, imbalance in any of those areas of their life, whether it's being in a job that they don't really care for or um, being super stressed or angry and um, taking it out on their hands or their, you know, in their energy center of their hands, whether it's a physical taking it out or an energetic taking it out or emotional, I often find imbalances come all the way uh, 
from the hands, tip of the fingers all the way. We always say spot to spine. So that's true. That's what I find. Sometimes, um, you know, I might find carpal tunnel, arthritis, repetitive stress injuries that occur. Uh, you know, maybe they keep going back to the same job, the same job, and they really hate it or whatever. I know someone that was forever doing office work, but was an incredible artist. And so she wasn't using her hands for her artistry, but was using it for office work to pay the bills. And I thought, girl, if you would just invest the time and energy into your art and promoting your art, it would be phenomenal. You wouldn't need to take the job that you didn't really want. Um, often there were struggles with carpal tunnel and that when that when she was going through that. Um, it can also an imbalance might bring about a tennis elbow or shoulder troubles. Interestingly enough, when I do um, Bowen, B-O-W-E-N, remedial therapy, one of the ways to work with frozen shoulder or shoulder issues is to hit a point that is in a line with the um, acupressure point of the heart line which I found, I was like, of course, of course, this affects the heart. So the same work to help kind of stop a heart attack also works, you know, shoulder. It's just fascinating to me when all those things are interlinked in all my different modalities. So um, the imbalance can create held stress that runs across the shoulders and all the way down the fingertips, you know, numbing or whatnot. Troubles experienced along the arms and the hands can stem from blocked energy in the upper back, around the heart, the back of the heart, um, but can go spine to spot all the way down the arm. You know, and I've sadly also seen this in the animals that I have worked on over the years. When there's uh, emotional trauma or emotional issues or scars going on in the kind of the family home or the caregiver's home, the animal will often present with, uh, I was going to say forearms, for, you know, the front of the body issues, same as humans. So um, also too, you know, like with all the chakra work that I've been teaching you, badly blocked energy centers can coexist with major organic diseases along that same line, you know, fingertip all the way back to spine and heart. If I were to envision a color or work with a color around the hands and the energy of the hands, if I was doing healing work, whether um, with my Bowen therapy or Reiki energy work, I might envision or work with some blues and greens. Uh, green, of course, is the heart chakra. The note that I might hold in my head <laughs> is C. And if I were to lay gemstones and crystals and that around um while working on someone with these noticeable energy imbalances in the hands i would um use aquamarine and maybe even the larimer l-a-r-i-m-a-r -A -R, around them i remember for myself when I was not particularly happy waiting tables and I really needed to switch work into my psychic work, but I wasn't 
quite bold and brave enough at the time, you know, and I was straddling both worlds for financial reasons. Um, then when I let go, man, you know, the success soared in my psychic work. So, wow, there was that. But anyway, I bought myself some aquamarine bracelets. Um, and that was helpful. It was just helpful. You know, I think sometimes <laughs> I'm one of those kind of people that like talk to my body, right? I, you know, remember when I said, go into your liver, find out what's going on. You know, if you're having hand issues, go like, okay, what's coming up? You know, what's happening? What are you, you know, and, and, and it's really about if you don't feel comfortable talking to your hands or your tennis elbow or your shoulder, frozen shoulder or whatever, just ask yourself what, what's going on? You know, what's on the deeper level here? energetically that's kind of got things distraught that are out of balance. Yeah. And then be sure to, of course, pay attention to your soul awareness using all the skills that we've been working through, paying attention to allow your inner knowing and your resources of tapping into beyond the physical to guide you. So pay attention to what comes to you, maybe thoughts that won't go away, or um, maybe you get outward physical signs of, um, you see words that are the answer to what it is you're pondering about what's causing the uh, energetic imbalance or, you know, how you might go about kind of sorting it a little on a, an emotional or mental or an energetic level. So definitely when you do your meditation time to go into any energetic disturbances, pay attention to your soul awareness and let it guide you. Maybe a story is being revealed to you, maybe a past memory or an experience that kind of locked it in, whether it's current life or past life or whatnot. And then make sure that you use all of your skills that you've done in regards to discernment really closing your eyes if you need to, tuning into your heart's truth, and then holding it up to check the vibration of truth like we've learned in previous episodes. When people come to me and they're trying to, or they're struggling with shifting career or work or, you know, whether that's inside or outside the home, um, small scale, big scale, whatever, or even trying to step to the next level in their career plan or meet some goals. And they, and they want to have some meditation time or some kind of uh, way to center and quiet. I always encourage them. And in my own practice, I use Ganesha Mudra. And I'll post images of this on my social media. Um, that's my name, Constance Mesmer, on both Instagram and Facebook. Or you can look it up if you don't use social media. Um, Ganesha Mudra, G-A-N-E-S-H-A, -E Mudra. It's for the Hindu elephant god Ganesh, and it, who is um, remover of obstacles. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that. Elephant trunk up, make it happen. Like, help me move through this. So good. And it's a real clasping of the... Um, the fingers on both hands, but it's better to, I don't know why pictures worth a thousand words, right? So there you go. To me using Ganesha Mudra also um, in my own practice, sometimes I hold it right up, you know, to the heart chakra because it's, it just really does this kind of a hug of the heart, if you will. 
and runs the energy in a spiral, kind of, if you can imagine in front of you, because it's going from your heart out to one hand, through to the other hand, back into the heart, out and out and out and out, you know, round, round, round. So it's quite lovely energy. And I encourage people to sit with Ganesha Mudra as they're maybe opening up or exploring what needs to change or what goals they might um, start stepping into or what, what, you know, what are the obstacles? Like what is keeping them from, you know, pursuing a, a different way of uh, working or, or even if any of the things I'd already said, you know, being able to put your heart into your work or loving what you do or your ability to give and receive. Maybe you want to work on that because you're really good at giving, but receiving you're not so good or vice versa, you know? Um, <laughs> so I giggled because I'm like, are you stingy? So sometimes I have to go, am I stingy? I, I give a lot. I'm a humanitarian. Um, but you know, maybe whatever. Anyway, so Ganesha Mudra is great for your own meditation time to work on the energy of your hands. The yoga posture that I encourage people to use is extended puppy pose, Utana Shisho Sahana. I don't think I really pronounced that well but please forgive me. Um, Utana Shisho Asana, extended puppy pose. Again, I will show pictures, but the beautiful part about it is um, the heart does its best to touch the ground, arms reaching forward, and there's this beautiful extension through the shoulders, so it's great for tight shoulders. And the fingers are outstretched and touching the ground too. So it's this whole full extension happening throughout the upper body while the, um, the lower part of the body knees are bent and toes are curled under. Anyway, you'll see the pictures. Thanks. I offer you the awareness of the note of C, the color, the gemstones, the, hand mudra, the yoga postures, all of these things are to bring energetic awareness and the intention of you consciously connecting to this part of your body. A lot of times we're just functioning or, or some people come to me and they're functioning just in their mind and they're not really connected to their body and all the parts and everything. And they're not really noticing or recognizing or, you know, or maybe they just work the legs, but not the upper body, you know? So all of these are just suggestions or recommendations that you might turn to when bringing your own conscious awareness to this part of your being. Now, why do I think it's so important to have a whole segment, a whole episode on the hands? Well, I think it's important because, um, again, you know, in life, most of us have to work at something or we choose to, or we are busy doing, whether it's some mental work, physical work, spiritual work, emotional work, um, energetic work. I know people like, uh, you know, people that are wheelchair bound that are doing so much energetic work. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. 
so much spiritual and energy work, you know, but traditionally for me, hands represent a lot of things that I've already told you. So I won't go through them, but I just want to remind you to pay attention because when I work on people, they often come for a few different things, life of, um, issues, two life issues. One is, uh, what should I do for work? <laughs> and what about my love life? Those are the two big things people come for, you know, or what more should I be doing? I feel like, you know, I need to be doing something different. I need to do something different. And you, I've, you've heard me say, um, you know, your purpose and your work really is about, um, joy, finding joy. So I really, I believe that. Um, and, sometimes you do have to just do a job to make ends meet. But I want to share with you a couple of stories. Right after this episode, I'm going to do a separate episode because those stories are so unique. I want to have them be their own thing. But in this moment, I just want you to realize that a lot of times oh my God, I get so much information off people's hands. Um, I remember one time working with this singer who was an amazing musician, but she felt that her hands were so dirty. They were so dirty because of her um, personal private life. And it was affecting her overall well-being of feeling comfortable in her own skin, happiness. I mean, she was always feeling guilty because she felt her hands were dirty. So I just want you to recognize, too, the symbology of your hands. And so I invite you to spend some time in stillness with yourself and your hands and your arms and your shoulders. And the whole thing about shoulders and carrying the burden of you know, of your family, your life, your kids, your spouse, your mate, your parents, your coworkers, your whatever, your environment, your whatever, what, what burdens are you shouldering, you know, and, and what are you doing? What are you doing with those hands of yours? <laughs> so this is like very vague, I know, but I want to make sure that you are touched to where you need to take it instead of me being so explicit. But point being, you have incredible power house of energy in your hands. And we can use them for good and not so good. Pleasant and unpleasant. And they're amazing. And I want you to be grateful, you know in your abilities and what you're doing and the work that you do or what you choose to do, or if you're choosing to change, having the courage, which is of the heart, right in line with the heart, to change what it is you're doing, to take the time to sit down, you know, and think it through, write it out, feel your way along to what changes you want to make in your life so that what you're doing is a pure reflection of what you love to do, of what you love doing. Because there's really, you know, there's only one you on the planet, right? And we come in with gifts and talents. We do. We do. And I might actually do an episode on gifts and talents. I just might. 
I might do a meditation. We'll see. But, but you do. And I just don't want you to, you know, feel like at the end of your time here, you're wasted that. I don't want to, you to feel like you ran scared from what you were capable of doing and in the wholehearted work that you were meant to do in whatever form that was. And sometimes I do see that in people, you know, they don't, they don't love what they're doing and they're wishing they would change what they're doing. And they have inklings. I read that all the time on people. You know, when I tell them what they've come as gifts, what they have as gifts and talents, they're not surprised. You know, they're like, oh my gosh, I read wishes too. Listen, there's a very fine layer. And I'll talk to you about that when I talk to you about reads, like you could read wishes or you could read truths. You know, we all wish, we all know that I wish I could be a, you know, singer, rock star, but that's not a gift or talent in this incarnation. Sadly, I think it was in another one, but not this one. So these hands are doing something else. They're my, you know, if you could say that my, the hands are symbolic of the work I do, these, this, that's not the work I do with singing, but I definitely um, know that I'm doing the work that I've come to do. And so um, I think that's good. Yeah. I think that you, um, Spirit says, tell them they're headed for greatness. I think you're headed for greatness. Listen to your soul awareness. Pay attention. See, hear, feel, know. And um, speak to your heart and your hands. And recognize if you're on the right path or if you're meant to do something else. Let your hands be an expression let the work you do be an expression of your heart's truth. Yeah, that's it. Thanks, spirit. <laughs> it's always so much better when I leave it to them. So I actually decided to post the um, single stories before and after this episode. The one that came before is called God the Cashier. And the one that's coming after is called Jobs in Heaven. So stay tuned, seek them out. Meanwhile, you've been listening to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thank you so much for tuning in. Legally speaking, this podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for medical diagnosis, treatment, or the advice of a physician, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat a health problem or condition. Always check with your doctor. Thank you.